Bonjour amigos. Hope you all are doing well and staying safe. Welcome to my new episode in IELTS series. The IELTS listening question sample in this episode we'll be covering is the table completion question. Last episode we completed MCQs and I hope you are now comfortable with that type. Okay. So these table completion come up regularly and can appear in any section of the test. But uh, we will be discussing with respect to section 2 because we are covering that one. So what are they? Any idea? Of course you have idea because you have been preparing for so long now. But let me just explain a bit. Okay, so well the table completion questions are gap fill questions that is a empty place uh, where we are required or you are required to fill in the missing words. The table will be made up of columns and rows containing information. General table categorize information that is they group pieces of information that are related in some way or share the same features okay so the subject matter could be almost anything because it is IELTS anything is possible but as long as you have a good strategies to follow you will be able to answer any question you are given follow the strategies from this episode and you will be well prepared okay so to explain this type of question, I'll be using a sample here and this radio broadcast which I'm using is about the National Arts Center. So we will be using this form to explain our strategies. So in this form, in this table, you are required to fill in four pieces of missing information about the center that is national arts center so the questions form is divided into five columns and three rows okay so the table has five columns one is for day that is sunday to saturday then time different time then event and on which day at which time an event takes place so this is the third column the fourth column is venue where the event is going to take place and the fifth column is the price of the ticket for the event so these are the five columns and the three rows are of different days that is one uh, one row is for monday and tuesday other one is for wednesday and third one is for weekend so this is our table okay five columns that is day time event venue and cost of the ticket and three rows Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, and then weekend. So there are four to five gaps where we have to fill in as and when we hear the recording. So like, uh, for example, they have given day Monday and Tuesday. On Monday and Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. There is an event, the Magic Flute, Opera by Mozart. Okay, the name of the Magic Flute that is Opera is a magic flute then there is a gap that is number one there is a gap on the venue column so we have to listen for a place or a hall or a corridor or any place where this particular event is going to take place okay so venue we have to find out and the ticket price is given as eight dollar so do you get it we'll have different columns and rows and there will be some gaps in the, 
different columns at different rows and we have to select the particular option or we should hear for a particular word which fits in that appropriate gap okay so let's move ahead uh, move ahead i'm going to use this example to explain you the answer strategies and give you tips on how to overcome the challenges presented by this type of question okay so let's jump to the methods shall we okay so as we all are aware that we will have a short time to prepare before the speaking begin a speaker begins talking use this time to familiarize yourself with the question okay just have a look through of the table and focus your mind on what you need to listen out for for a noun for a place for a time or for the price okay so just have a look through and make up a no uh, slight out, outline of what uh, is needed from you so the first tip which i would like to give is the read the instruction that is the question prompt read the question prompt or the instruction carefully paying particular attention to how many words you are allowed to write for the answer okay the instructions for our sample question states that you must write no more than 3 words and or a number for each answer okay so we have to write no more than 3 words we have to write 2 to 3 words not more than 3 words or we can write 3 words and a number 2 words and 2 number okay so like this so you have to be very careful you ha you have to have an eagle eye on the question prompt so if you get the question prompt wrong even if you write the correct answer you are going to lose a mark so if you write more than 3 words your answer will be marked incorrect even if the information you give is correct so be very careful when reading the question prompt some uh, sample questions may state that you must write no more than one word or a number or two word and a number so the number of words allowed allowed does vary between questions so don't get caught up the next tip which i would like to give you is the answers will come in the same order in the recording as they are listed in the question okay the answer will come in a sequence they will come in a order almost 98% of the time it comes in order sometimes you know 2% chances that they may not come in the order which is a rare case so we will go with the generalized opinion that all the answers will be in a order in a sequence so if question uh, if uh, first question is heard uh, uh, in the recording first then the second question then the third question okay so it will go in a sequence in a sequential manner so for this question you will hear the first uh, answer first then answer to second question and so on so this makes it easier to pick out the answers that if they were in a random order okay if we tell random order we have to go and come back go and come back we have to memorize the sentence which was said before it will be a chaos so in this manner it is easy for us because the recording will be played in a sequential manner the next thing is look at the column headings okay for this we had what date time event venue okay so the columns in the table will have headings that tell you what type of information each column contains 
okay it is essential to read these during your preparation time as they will help you to understand the table and give you a big clue as to what sort of information will be contained in the recording okay so you have to just go through the headings of the column to get an idea of what the column consists and what we have to listen carefully in the recording so the column headings in the sample which i read to you the headings were day that is any day sunday monday tuesday then time okay 7:30 or 8:30 whatever then event then the venue and the price so each column tells us that we have to be listening to a particular type of letters or words so for example in the column day we have to listen for days sunday monday tuesday we cannot be listening for uh, you know a number or we cannot be listening for the place like uh, on the corridor in the hall something like that we have to focus on the days in the same manner when it comes to the ticket cost or the ticket price we have to listen to a number we cannot focus on the noun on the verb or the adjective or any letters or any words we have to focus on the numerical aspect of the recordings so in this way we can segregate our answers when we look at the headings and uh, we can be uh, you know sure enough as to what our answer should be in that particular gap this will help us in you know uh, acquiring the correct uh, word form in the correct gap the next uh, tip may be predicting the answer as always just try to predict the information in the column headings as well as the rest of the table will enable you to predict what the answers might be before you listen to the recording okay it's important to make prediction guys in listening it in the 30 seconds given it is very essential that you try to predict the answers for the given gaps or the questions this will focus your mind on what to listen out for in the recording and what to omit occasionally you will be able to predict the actual verb word but most often it will be the type of information that you will be able to determine okay uh, whether it is a word or a letter or a place or a name okay like this the type of information you can uh, get it from the prediction the answers to table completion questions will usually be factual information okay the real such as names places dates time price okay name place date time and prices almost all the table completions will have these type of factual informations any clues you can get will help you to understand the recording and identify the information needed for the answer have a go at predicting some of the answers in our practice question which i read out earlier there are four answers to fill in okay so one is about in the venue column one uh, one is in the cost column and two are in the events column okay so in the event column gap we can predict that we have to write a noun a name okay like for example in on wednesday they have an event gap is given that is number 3 is given and in bracket they have written canadian film so 
from this prompt we can understand that in this gap we are going to write some a movie name or some name related to movies or serials or anything so we can predict that we have to listen for movie name or a song name and we have to fill that in this gap likewise in the ticket price gap it is written that uh, it is uh, given as dash so here we can predict that we are going to here to a particular number a particular cost which is related to this film on wednesday release okay so we can predict that uh, uh, when in the venue column we have to have a name of a room or a facility in the event column we have to have a name of a film or name of a, a, a serial or a song in the ticket uh, ticket price uh, gaps we can predict that we have to listen to a number a cost a price in dollar or rupees and in again in the event column we have to write a name of an exhibition title or anything related to words noun okay so you can see that just a few seconds spent making predictions can give you a lot of information about what you need to listen for in the recording this will greatly improve your chances of identifying the correct answer okay if you can predict that you are going to listen to a price then you can just take off your mind from other distractors and focus on the cost on the money $10 $15 $16 you can just cut short your recording to these particular informations while you are listening to the recording listen out for the information that comes before the answer you are waiting for as it appears in the table these are the keywords you need to identify okay for example for answer 1 listen out for the speaker talking about the music flute that is the event which is going to take the place where it will be performed will probably come in the same sentence or the next one okay so if he is talking about uh, the uh, magic flute he'll completely tell about the price the venue the date the timing everything about this will be related near to it okay so you can just look at the um, prehand column and predict that this gap is going to come after this event so you can relate to it while looking at the columns all right so the next tip i would like to give you is for the synonyms and the paraphrasing in all types of listening questions you need to listen out for synonyms and paraphrasing okay these are something else that you may be able to predict none of the recording on the answer sheet will have same question or the same exact words they will have some synonyms or some other form of saying the same thing okay so if you have time before the recording starts scan the question to identify keywords or phrases okay identify the keywords or phrases that are likely to be replaced by synonyms and think of some of the synonyms which can be used in that place uh, for example here in the table we have been given saturday and sunday the most suitable synonym for saturday and sunday can be weekend okay another synonym can be of the word price okay price can be replaced with 
cost or any other synonym so we can predict that these are few synonyms which are related to the actual words and so i must hear for these type of synonyms in the recording this will help you to you know grasp very quickly when some other word is used uh, in the recording from the question so as you are listening to the recording remind yourself that you are not only looking for the exact words as they are used in the question but words and phrases that have the same meaning so focus on the meaning aspect rather than the exact wordings for table completion okay for table completion then the next one is the problematic vocabulary there are six types of vocabulary that can cause particular problems for students and some of them will definitely be present in table completion completion questions as we saw in these in the above example the six types can be time numbers prices dates letters and addresses okay so the six problematic vocabulary can be time numbers prices dates letters and addresses you must be able to recognize them in speech and to write them correctly in your answer okay so in the column of prices you cannot write dates or time likewise in the column of addresses you cannot write your numbers or timing okay you have to be sure that uh, the answers are relevant to the column headings and to the appropriate wordings next one is the most important one in the listening part in all the sections for all the questions that is distractors the main villain of listening section <laughs> all right so watch out for distractors the examiners will try and catch you out with distractors okay a distractor is a word or a phrase that changes or corrects the original piece of information given so you may be given an answer and then have it taken again back so okay so if i am saying i will take the sessions at 2:30 oh wait no uh, i i would like to change it to 3 o'clock so at the initial sentence i said i'll be taking the session at 2:30 but suddenly i just changed my mind and i shifted it to 3 o'clock so if a listener is just focusing on my first sentence that i will start the session at 2:30 and without listening to the whole conversation he just went uh, he just goes and starts taking the class at 2:30 then he will not be able to join the session he has to listen to the full conversation okay then only he will come to know that i have changed the timing from 2:30 to 3 o'clock is the same way in the listening section also you have to be listening to the complete conversation before coming to a conclusion okay so here are some sample sentences uh, that uh, i that uh, may be a distractor i'll repeat the relevant words which are distractor okay so listen here The leaflet states that the sculpture exhibition is in gallery one, but it is in fact in gallery two. Okay, but it is in fact in gallery two. So the distractor here is but. The leaflet states that the sculpture exhibition is in gallery one. Okay, the exhibition is in gallery one. Then suddenly it changes but. So our distractor is but, but it is in fact in gallery two. So it is not in gallery one. it is in gallery 2 so but is here distractor 
another one you can say the performance of the magic flute by mozart starts at 7 pm no sorry the doors open at 7 o'clock but the curtain goes up at 7:30 okay i'll repeat the sentence the performance of magic flute starts at 7 pm no sorry the doors open at 7 o'clock but the curtain goes up at 7:30 so did you see what is this distractor here no sorry okay the performance starts at 7 at first i said the performance starts at 7 pm then i am excusing myself no sorry i am correcting myself no sorry the doors opens at 7 but the curtain goes at 7:30 okay so the entry entry is at 7 o'clock but the show starts at 7:30 so from 7 i have changed it to 7:30 if a person is not listening to my conversation completely they will just go and get themselves ready for the 7 o'clock show but the show is 7:30 half an hour late so you have to be very careful to listen to the whole conversation the use of but and however and uh, other connectors are particularly common distractors but there are many different words and phrases that can be used to change or correct a piece of information so be alert for them next uh, tip which i can give you is guess if necessary okay just guess it <clears throat> this is my final tip okay uh, never leave a blank space okay never leave a blank space on the answer sheet if you miss an answer take an educated guess because we know the columns we know that there is to be a noun or there has to be a price so be vigilant enough and uh, take an educated guess and just write it whichever you remember the most closest one this give you at least some chance of getting it right instead of getting nothing you can have a little chance of getting something so as it is said something is better than nothing just try to write whatever comes in your mind don't stress about a missed answer or it will affect your ability to answer the next set of questions because the recording we are hearing is played only once if we miss out one there is no problem just move on to the next and concentrate on the next gap if you are just sitting and feeling sad for the first one then you are likely to get wrong the second one too so it's better to lose one mark rather than losing all the four marks okay so just move on to the next one just make a choice and move on okay so i hope you are clear with the strategies these were my eight strategies and tips to take on to table completion question type okay so now practice time let's do one table completion task okay so the practice question we are have um, going to have here is a table completion whose heading is introduced species of the british isles okay introduced species of the british isles isles is a type of animal so the heading is this so something related to animals their habitat their origin is going to come so we can just predict from the heading okay next we have four columns in our table the first one is non native animal okay the first one is non native animal the second one is origin the origin of the non native animal the third one is the habitat and the fourth one is usual diet so we are going to have 
two uh, we are going to have two rows so there will be two non-native animals and we have to listen for their origin habitat and diet okay so we have to listen for their animal name we have to listen for the origin we have to listen for the habitat and their usual diet so i think you can predict okay so the first answer is a non-native animal so first row we have to listen to the animal name the first animal name which comes in the recording listen very carefully and try to figure out which is the first non-native animal the speaker is talk talking about that is our first answer first gap and then its origin is in north america which is already given then we have to fill out the habitat and usual diet of that non-native animal so in the first row we have three gaps we know that that is uh, uh, we, they are going to talk about a non-native animal who belongs to north america we have to look out for its name its habitat and its diet its food okay the second row is about uh, a rainbow trout the non-native the second uh, non-native animal which they are talking about is a rainbow trout okay its origin is also in north america we have to look for its habitat and usual diet so two non-native animals will be spoken about in the recording we have to know the name of one animal and then its habitat and usual diet and then we have to listen for rainbow trout's habitat and diet okay so let's hear the recording are you ready first we'll listen for the first blank which is on some animal name okay so listen carefully for the non-native animal not native animal non-native animal names islands such as the british isles can be adversely affected by the introduction of non-native species many species have been introduced to britain during historical times some species have been introduced with no adverse consequences However, others have had a severe impact, both economically and ecologically. One good example of an invasive species is the grey squirrel. Okay, did you hear? She did not say non-native animal. She said invasive animal. Okay, someone who intruded, someone who invaded their place. Okay, who invaded their nation. Okay, invasive. They are using the synonym. As I said earlier, they won't be using the exact word. They will be using synonyms. So, the synonym used here by the lady for the non-native animal is invasive animal. And she is talking about a grey squirrel. Which at the turn of the 20th century. Okay, she is talking about... She, she is talking about a invasive a non-native animal whose name is gray squirrel so our first option is gray squirrel all right so let's move on historical times some species have been introduced with no adverse consequences however others have had a severe impact both economically and ecologically one good example of an invasive species is the gray squirrel which at the turn of the 20th century was introduced into South Africa, Ireland and England from North America. 
On mainland Britain, it has almost entirely displaced the populations of native red squirrels. Schemes have been introduced to control the population in Ireland to encourage Now let's hear for its habitat. We know that it is a non-native animal, this uh, gray squirrel. Its origin is North America. Now let's go for its habitat. Listen for some habitat. That is, uh, they live in a forest or in the water or in the uh, cities. So something like that. You have to predict its habitat, its place of living. So let's hear it. To encourage the native red squirrels in the wild, Grey squirrels can be found living in large areas of mature, dense woodland. These far Okay, did you hear? She said most of the time these grey squirrels are found in the mature, dense woodland. Okay, mature, dense woodland. So the question prompt was no, uh, don't write more than three words. So we can write all the three words. Mature, dense woodland usually contain large amounts have been introduced to control the population in Ireland to encourage the native red squirrels. In the wild, grey squirrels can be found living in large areas of mature dense woodland. These forests usually contain large amounts of dense understory vegetation that provides them sufficient amount of food sources and favourable shelters. On very rare occasions, when their usual food sources are scarce, grey squirrels will eat insects and small birds. However, in general, grey squirrels exist mainly on nuts and seeds. They Did you listen for the distractor? She said most of the time they live on insects. However, the main food diet is seeds and nuts. Okay? So here was our distractor which we had to avoid. So the answer for the habitat is seeds and nuts. Alright. Woodland. These forests usually contain large amounts of dense understory vegetation that provides them sufficient amount of food sources and favorable shelters. On very rare occasions, when their usual food sources are scarce and small birds contain large amounts of dense understory vegetation that provides them sufficient amount of food sources and favorable shelters. On very rare occasions, when their usual food sources are scarce, grey squirrels will eat insects and small birds. However, in general, grey squirrels exist mainly on nuts and seeds. They okay, she said that grey squirrels mainly exist on nuts and seeds. So this is our uh, answer. That is their usual diet is nut and seed. But occasionally, okay, occasionally they eat insects. So that was our destructor. Now let's, about, uh, let's hear about the rainbow trout and try to figure out what is its habitat and its usual diet. Let's hear it. Even have a high enough tolerance for humans to inhabit residential neighborhoods and are known to raid bird feeders. Among those species which have been introduced with little harm to the local ecosystem is the rainbow trout, which is native only to the rivers and lakes of North America. 
but its value as a hard-fighting game fish and tasty meal has led to its introduction throughout the world. Rainbow trout are gorgeous fish with colouring and patterns that vary widely. Okay, this was our clue. She said that rainbow trouts are golden fish. So, their habitat must be near water, lake, river or something like that. So, this was our clue and we can predict the answer that habitat is going to be something related to water. Okay, so listen carefully for the water bodies. Depending on habitat, age and spawning condition. They are members of the salmon family and like their salmon cousins, can grow quite large. They prefer cool, clear rivers and lakes and survive Okay, so this was our answer. It was clear. They prefer cool, clear river and lakes. So this was our answer. The habitat is cool, clear river and lakes. So our answer is river and lakes because we have to write no more than three words. We have to choose river and lakes. Now let's hear about their food, their usual diet. On insects and small fish. Okay, so their habitat was, and their usual food was insects and fish or insects, small fish. We can predict that because they live in water, their food is obviously going to be small fish. So this was the practice uh, and I hope you got a clear idea on how to complete the table uh, type questions. Okay guys, I hope these tips and practices were helpful to you. To practice more, please click on the URL link from the description box. And as always, today's grammar task is worksheet 6, which is on verb. Okay, you have to fill in the verb, the appropriate verb in the sentence. So try solving them from the same above URL link. For evaluation of your worksheets, writing and speaking tasks, please upload them to my email provided in the description again. Please do like, subscribe and comment on this podcast if you like it. Until next episode, keep learning, keep thriving. Bye-bye amigos. Take care. Be safe. Be alert.